You're listening to a podcast by Abide Church and Pastor Dan DeBell in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We pray this podcast helps you live, love, and look more like Jesus this week. Enjoy the message. If you brought your Bible today, if you would, open to Luke chapter 1. If you didn't bring your Bible, that's okay. We'll have some verses on the screen. Or if you'd like to follow along on your phone or on the the Bible app, please do. Um, It's going to be important, I think, for you to see some of these verses in your own Bible um, and mark it and make some notes. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version today. But what I want to do is I want to take a moment, and I just want to read some Scripture. And God's given me a couple simple things to speak today and to remind us of today as we wrap up. 2020 as our last gathering together in this year. But let's look at Luke chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 26. Today, God put on my heart just to talk about a part of his character that oftentimes I think is overlooked. And today we're going to talk about the God of suddenly. The God of suddenly. I don't know if you know this, but the word suddenly, it appears at least 87 times in God's word. And that doesn't include immediately or, uh, or anything else besides that, but just suddenly appears 87 times. God is a God of suddenly, and when he shows up suddenly in an area, it changes everything. We see it in, in the Christmas stories you're getting ready to read, and in parts that we won't even read, suddenly the, the, the sky filled with angels where the shepherds were. Right In Acts chapter 2, we see them in the upper room, and they're praying. And what happens? Suddenly, the Holy Spirit comes in like a rushing wind, and he's poured out on the first church suddenly. And suddenly, drastically changes the trajectory of our lives if we're prepared to capture it. And if we're prepared to walk in obedience afterward. Let's read a passage here from Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. And it says this, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. I love this right here. He will be great. He will be great. Sometimes it helps to read scripture slowly so that we can truly understand what it means. He will be great. And he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? I I do not know a man. I haven't been with a man. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who is called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, 
the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let's stop there for a second. There's a lot in here, right? And we know the story. Well, a lot of us know the story of Christmas. We've heard it. We've read the scriptures. But there's a lot that we can learn from Mary here in just this brief, short verses. And the God of suddenly, when he shows up, suddenly there was an angel talking with Mary. Mary has a choice. She has a choice to make in that moment. She is truly the example. Mary is the example of responsive obedience. Suddenly God shows up. Either she can be filled with faith or she can doubt. That seems impossible. I haven't been with a man. How can I get pregnant? I don't think so. Or she can choose to have faith and walk in obedience. In fact, the first thing I want you to write down if you're taking notes, if you have your note-taking cards, is this. I have to position myself for suddenly. Position yourself for suddenly. The God of suddenly, when he shows up, he changes everything. One moment with him. But how do I position myself? The posture is simply this. It's a posture to receive suddenly. is a posture of faith and obedience. Let's look at a, just a couple verses that we just read. In Luke 1, 38 says this. Then Mary said, what was her response? Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. Look at this. Let it be to me according to your word. When God shows up and when God prompts me to move, when God wants to move in my life, my response has to be, let it be to me according to what? Your word. Not many times he shows up and he prompts people to move and they say, well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense financially. That doesn't make sense naturally. Like, how is that going to work? And our response is how and, 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 and why and how is all that going to happen? But the how isn't our responsibility. Our responsibility is, yes, sir, let it be to me what your word says. Whatever you have for me in here, God, that's what I want. And God will what? He'll honor that and he will work. And the God of suddenly won't just be, well, I had one moment with God here, but that was decades ago and I haven't talked to God since or he hasn't shown up since that I know of. The God of suddenly wants to show up time and time again on your behalf on a regular basis. And can I tell you this? He wants to show up not just for you. He wants to show up through you to other people. He wants to use you to impact other people suddenly. And sometimes the only God of suddenly that people are going to know is you. That you were available to be used in a moment. But have I postured, positioned myself to be ready to be used? A little bit later in Luke 1, 45, it says this. Blessed is she, this is talking to Mary, blessed is she who believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things told to her from the Lord. Blessed is she who what? Believed. My posture, my faith, is it a posture of God? I wasn't going to, I don't have these notes or these verses in, in your uh, notes, but I want to look at a quick comparison. So I was preparing this morning, God just reminded me of this, this passage. There's a direct comparison in Luke chapter 1 of Mary, the same thing. Let me swap out this mic. Is this thing cutting in and out? Or is it just me? Okay. Eddie, if you'll turn up handheld 2 over there. 
Oh, man, I'm about to get my preach on now with this old thing. <laughs> Look out, somebody. All right, let's keep going here. Let's look back a little bit in Luke chapter 1. In Luke chapter 1, we see Elizabeth and her husband, Zacharias. They're older, and yet they've been believing God for a child. And everyone else has looked at them and said, you're barren, it's impossible, plus you're super old and it's not going to work, okay? They said it's not possible. But they've been believing, man, we, we, want, we want, it was the desire of their heart and what happens is Zacharias, he's, he's, he has a job to do at the temple, and so he goes, and he's in the temple, and as he's going, he has a suddenly moment where the angel shows up to him, and let's see. In verse 11, Luke 1, 11. Again, I'm sorry, I don't have this in your notes. I won't have it on the screen. But it says this, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid for your prayer is heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. Who's that? John the Baptist. You're going to call his name John. So here's Zacharias suddenly moment, but let's see what happens here. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. A few verses later in verse 18. And Zacharias said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And look at the angel's response. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and to bring you these glad tidings. I'm Gabriel. Who are you? <laughs> what, who are you to say how? Who are you to say, well, I don't know. Uh, in the natural, the doctor said, not possible. I'm Gabriel. But behold, what's he say? Because of that, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. By the grace of God, it was still fulfilled because it was God's will. But what was the, the complete opposite from was Mary? Hey, I don't know how, right? But your word be done in my life. Your word be done in my life. So the question is this, do you need a suddenly in your life right now? I don't know about you, but I do. Okay, I think if we're being honest, we probably all do. There's some area of your life that you need the God of suddenly to show up. And can I just tell you, God just told me to tell you this today. The God of suddenly is the God of today. The God of suddenly who showed up here in power and in might, who did the impossible all through this book is the God of today. What do you need what is your heart's desire? What is that thing that's burning in you that, man, I just, I wish this would come to pass? And it hasn't yet. The God of suddenly is available if we'll position and posture ourselves to receive from him. But what? I need to receive in faith, and then I need to walk in obedience. 
We could look forward into Luke chapter 2 and we could see the, the shepherds. What do they do? Suddenly the angels appear. They sing the song, right? Their minds are blown. Like, what just happened? But what do they say? Let us now go and see what the angel just told us. Obedience. Obedience. The second thing is this, really simple today. Praise the God of suddenly. Most importantly, praise the God of suddenly. You may not know how, how it's all going to work out. You may not know how. It's not your job to ha- do the how. But no matter what, whether you need a suddenly moment right now, or whether you just had one, or whether whatever's going on, praise the God of suddenly. Many times this is overlooked. In Luke chapter 1, a few verses down, we'll start in verse 46. The song of Mary is right here. I think this is so beautiful. She just received this word. She's trying to wrap her mind around everything that's going to happen. It says this, and Mary said, listen to this, and put yourself in her shoes. Compare this to your life. She says, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Mary's response is what? I receive in faith when God shows up. I will walk in obedience to his word his will be done, not mine. And I'm going to praise him the whole way through. Praise opens the door for suddenly to take place, for the God of suddenly to move in your life. Praise, no matter how you feel. Some days, you may not feel like praising. Can I be honest? There's days I don't feel like praising. There's days that it's tough. But what do you got to do? I'm going to praise. Praise builds your faith. Praise crushes the devil's spirits. It takes the winds out of the, the wind out of the devil's sails, is what I'm trying to say. When he's coming in and he's bringing everything he's got against you, and in the middle of it, you begin to praise what happens. The God of suddenly can take place. Look at the New Testament. What do we see? Paul and Silas in chains, in prison, right? In the lowest part of the prison, meaning what? Everything that was above them, all of the waste, the human waste funneled to where they were. Okay, I don't mean to get graphic on Christmas week, but that's the truth. How difficult is it to praise then? I'm in chains. I'm in waste. I'll praise. And when they praise, what happened? The God of suddenly shows up and suddenly the earth shook. The chains broke. There was freedom, not just their chains that broke, but the people around them, their chains broke. 
When you praise the God of suddenly, you may be praising him and believing for a suddenly in your life, but it will impact everyone around you. Your family, your coworkers, the people that you love most, the people that maybe you don't even know, but you're passing them by. When you praise, the power of God works in and through you to break chains. Still today, he's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. It crushes the devil's spirits. It brings you peace. When you choose to praise, when you don't have the answers, the Prince of Peace is invited into your home. Many of you that were here last week or if you follow us on the podcast, I shared a tr- pretty transparent of what Leslie and I and my family have been going through in the past couple weeks. There was days I didn't feel like praising, didn't feel like worshiping, but I did it anyway. Even through tears, even through heartbreak, but why? Because I knew when I did that, I invited the Prince of Peace to come in. Any other peace not found in Jesus is fake peace. I invite him in to work in my life. Do you need a suddenly today? If so, you're in the perfect spot. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Position your heart to receive from him. Are you ready in faith? Have you been building your faith? Are you ready to walk in obedience even when it doesn't make sense naturally? And in the meantime, praise him no matter what. Whether you just had a suddenly, you just had a breakthrough, or whether you need it really bad right now, praise him no matter what. We're going to wrap up here in just a second. And when we do, we're going to sing one last song. We're going to sing Silent Night. And God gives us nature to show us his character in many ways. I know this has been said many times in a bunch of different movies, but it's true. The night is always darkest, what? Before the dawn, before daybreak, before the light shines. And there's been times, maybe for some of you, you've been in here and you've been in a season of darkness and you feel like you've been in the nighttime a long time. And it may not be something major, it may just be something little, maybe just be something that's clung on to you and it just feels like it's, we've been in the night for forever. It's gotta be daybreak by now. In Romans, it says this, the night is well spent. The day of light is here. That's my prayer for you. It may seem darker right now than it's ever been, but it's always dark right before daybreak. Keep praising, keep building your faith. Keep positioning your heart, ready to step in obedience. As we sing Silent Night, I want you to think of those words. It's not just some Christmas carol. There's a lot of truth in there. Silent night. It's dark. But in the middle of the darkness, Jesus comes, and he is sent as a gift for you and for me. And what? One suddenly with God changes everything. Changes everything. Let me pray for us really quick. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you that you are the God of suddenly. You are the God who works, takes the impossible and makes it possible. You are the God who in our darkest hour shine the brightest. And God, I pray for everyone in here right now, no matter where they are, whether things are going good, whether they think things are going good, but it's really not. Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd work on our hearts, that you would help our faith. God, we believe, help, 
help our unbelief. Help us continue to praise and to raise our hands, even when it's tough, even when it hurts, and especially too when things are going great. Let us give you the glory for it in everything we do. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Abide Church podcast. If you'd like to partner with us financially, or if you're in the Tulsa area and would like to attend our weekly gathering, you can check out AbideChurch.com. 